0: What's so, up you magnificent sons of bitches, it's your boy the whore how are you doing on this fantastic Friday, I'm doing great, I just happened to watch Glorious, um, it's a very fantastic film, and I'm going to talk about it, because I feel like, I feel compelled to let y'all know what I thought about it, and I thought it was fucking fantastic, so, Glorious is now streaming on Shudder with a runtime of 78 minutes, Maybe 79. One of those two. But you know me. I cannot stay away from any type of Lovecraftian film. Especially if it has some humor in it. H.P. Lovecraft has always been an inspiration of mine. And he will always have a place in my horror universe. Because the work he did is not only the weirdest sci-fi shit I've ever seen. But it has that trauma feel to it. Meaning that it's all original. And it feels like not much money was spent on it. Which is great. Because... The more money you spend on a movie to, to produce, it seems like the worse it is. So, we'll just happen to see when, when the major results come out of this film. I'm not sure if H.P. Lovecraft wrote this one or not. I know it's based on a short story. But the internet is not really providing that much information about this movie at all. So, the movie is really enjoyable. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Glorious is an intense, tiny hollow piece which is a pun you'll get here in a minute, Um, when which effectively one character in one location can argue with everything from nervous urination to impending universal damnation. It manages to contend with enormous, unknowable cosmic entities and personal guilt which may recompense without ever spending much time outside of its main setting. And it's all about a glory hole, so you'll get this small... (laughs) It's just great. It's fucking fantastic. This movie was just done so well. I should also note that one of the movie's exec producers is none other than the very talented Barbara Crampton, who also starred in Reanimator and From Beyond. So, there's no surprise that she did this whatsoever. Um, so, we have West, the main protagonist, a guy stumbling from a bad breakup who finds himself on a windy mountain road. He spends the night at a rest stop, where he gets away, he gets way too inebriated, where he bizarrely lights his trousers on fire and wakes up on the ground. We've all been there, man. (laughs) I may have done some crazy shit when I was in the military while being completely drunk, but I don't remember lighting my pants on fire. Other things, maybe, but not my pants. So, he finds his way into the men's restroom... He enters the stall and just starts throwing up all this whiskey he'd drank the night before. He's just vomiting and vomiting and vomiting. And he looks over on the stall wall and there's this vulgar drawing of a weird tentacled monstrosity with a glory hole for a mouth. And it's just one of the weirdest fucking drawings I've ever seen in my life. And I'm sure he thought that too, if he was a real person. So, however. The person or thing in the in the in the next stall is J.K. Simmons. all hell J.K. Simmons. All hell J.K. Simmons. That dude's voice is just so calming and relaxing. J. K. Simmons, if you're listening to this right now, dude, I love your voice. No homo. <laughs> so he starts up a conversation with this guy and which turns out to be very, very bizarre. Um he's not a man at all, he says, but a cosmic god from beyond Human comprehension and awareness. Who needs Wes's help to prevent the total destruction of the universe? The universe as we know it, anyway, which could extend out to further shit we don't know about yet. We haven't discovered. But you know, the typical men's room chat. <laughs> I'll admit I've had some weird conversations in basic AIT training and for the military with a goop with a dude installed next to me, but we didn't talk about world destruction. It was just a bunch of other shit. I don't know. I really can't go into details because I'm, I might embarrass myself. I don't know. <laughs> so, But what follows is an amazing acting duet between Quentin, the guy who plays Wes, and the voice of J.K. Simmons as the unseen guy. Although he tries to tell Wes over and over numerous times, do not try and look at me. He warns Wes, who immediately ignores him and immediately regrets it. And it's that straddling of both intimate and cosmic horror mixed with some incredibly dark humor that makes this tale of Cthulhu in a roadside bathroom such a great framework for these two performances. However, who would have thought that the old gods had just as much drama as you could think about you know, the old Roman gods or the Greek gods? Like, Dad, come on! No. <laughs> who would have thought that a, a cosmic god who was born from another cosmic god would have all this drama in between them. So I'm sitting there thinking, like, what the fuck is going on here? It's literally a son and a father having so much trouble between the two, you don't want to get involved, especially with the cosmic god. Who knows what the fuck's gonna happen? And similarly, the more we learn about West, the less sure we are of whether to trust his point of view. And you'll get that while you're watching the movie. So The movie isn't all two gents talking in the gents. Does that make sense? (laughs) Two men talking in the men's restroom. (laughs) As as Wes attempts to escape, it marks the film and it does have some blood-soaked moments. There are also a couple of other characters who figure into the story. We have Gary, the state employee who has the bad luck of having this rest stop on his route to check every fucking day. Dude, if the pay is good and the benefits are awesome, then I just might do it too. I don't know, but I find I might find some weird shit in a bath in a, in a rest stop bathroom. Anyway, more importantly, Brenda—the reason why Wes is in this particular state—they both add a lot to the film, but 99% of, of its rests on the shoulders of the two leads, Wes and Kat. And if it seems like I'm not saying about much of this movie, it's because you're right, I'm not, I mean this is one of those films where you really don't want to know much more than what the film tells you at the beginning, so the producer, Rebecca McKendree has delivered a film that will keep you guessing as it efforts I'm sorry, I almost pronounced this word effortlessly, thank you ding ding, judges, winner, yeah okay misdirects you as to where it's going, especially the ending so yeah, that might be slightly confusing at the end as well But as the movie goes along, we learn a bit more about the both, the cause of Wes's breakup, breakup, and what will happen if he refuses to assist his guide. Wes's backstory runs the risk of pushing the movie a bit too far into tropey horror territory. However, it does not damage, or doesn't manage, to stay firmly planted in the horror of the weirdness camp. Which is cool, because if it had gone beyond that, I probably would have stopped watching it. So, although it takes a lot of dumb, stupid shit to get me to stop watching a movie, I will watch an enti- a movie through its entirety, but it has to catch me and reel me in. If it doesn't, I turn it off halfway through. So, at only 78 minutes, the movie never overstays its welcome nor pushes the premise too far, which, I believe, like, all of the boxes were checked for this movie for a horror movie. Besides a few flashbacks and instituting scenes... Majority of the movie goes down within the limitations of a rest stop bathroom. And a not a big one, for that matter. It's about the I mean, of you know, the size of my fucking bedroom, really. It's just not very big. It's got like two stalls and two urinals. That is it. So, God forbid there's a fucking long-ass line on the side of this motherfucker. You're screwed. I'm going to go find a tree. <laughs> or I'll dig a hole. I don't know. One of the two. This is a rural two stalls and urinal job. Not one of those sprawling deluxe versions that get cleaned on the regular. It kind of reminds me of a specific bathroom from a specific park from my childhood. Hey, if you've experienced one of these things in your life, then you've experienced life. Just saying. (laughs) But even in those limits, McKendree and the cinematographer David Matthews keep the look and the visual interesting and off-kilter. So they make use of... Odd camera movements and unusual framing at angles, along with color scheme that compares shadowy black corners with near phosphor and pinks and purples. A lot of that scene going on there, so and it's very enjoyable. They don't overuse it, but they do use it. You'll see that. And that's another thing another trademark of the Lovecraftian films is the phosphorant colors, which I think is really cool. I'm just glad I wasn't fucking tripping on acid or so high at the time. I mean, I'm like, whoa. Or "Ah!" one of the two. So, despite the graffiti walls and urine and feces splotch floors, it's a very lovely film. (laughs) So, in the end, both men deliver excellent performances that, along with some strong dialogue and direction, it keeps the movie unlikely from unraveling as it portends the end of the world or the end of one man's world. So, Quentin's performance is excellent, conveying the building confusion, anger, and ultimately brain-bleeding fear of situation. Lovecraft's heroes always go mad at the disclosure they make, but Wes is almost too self-centered for that. It creates a fascinating contrast, and you'll get that. It conveys that on point, and you'll love it, trust me. So, having a voice as reassuring and yet menacing as Simmons to relay the outlandish information helps too. Like, hey, what's up, buddy? Doing good? Yeah? Well, the end of the world's about to happen if you don't give me your liver. I mean, your liver. <laughs> your liver. Because, no, I'm not giving my liver. Well, the, the, the god's like, well, you could function with just 25% of your liver. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm not a doctor. But and, This is J.K. Simmons, one of the smartest dudes in the world. So, I'm going to say he's right. <laughs> they play off each other exceedingly well even though they surely were not in the same room for the performances. So, the movie offers up a strange slice of cosmic horror that manages to be horrifying, funny, twisted, gooey, visually striking, and a total fucking blast. It builds and undermines expectations and winds up going to surprising places and unanticipated but utterly satisfying directions. Hope that makes sense to you because... it. That was, a, that was like a tongue twister for me almost. <laughs> it's, it's beyond impressive what McHenry is able to do with limited space and resources. I was really knocked out by it and I will happily add to my god cosmic horror movies. It's definitely now in my fucking top 10. It, it's a fucking fantastic movie where it belongs. So, now streaming on Shudder with a run time of 78 minutes. I definitely recommend this movie to anyone who is looking for something great to watch this weekend. I am 99.99999% sure that you will not be disappointed with this Lovecraftian horror comedy. The idea of gory, goop-drenched cosmic horror film with a perceptive rest-stop glory hole may sound ludicrous, but this is H.P. Lovecraft we're talking about here. And don't worry, there's also plenty of that, but with Glorious, Rebecca McKendry, and company, Take that absurd concept and craft something smart and strange which is compelling, propulsive, and it's not going to be forgotten. That's all I have for now. Uh, Thank you for watching. This is my YouTube channel. And thank you for listening on my podcast, South Jersey Horror. Please continue to subscribe to my podcast on your favorite platform and don't forget about my online business, which can be found on Facebook. Just search for South Jersey Horror LLC. I've got some merch up there. I got some fall merchandise I just added. I got long sleeve shirts, hoodies, and beanies. So this is the horror Heating signing out, bidding you a great and fantastic weekend. And I'll be back. Wait, I got to do. It. I got to do it right. I gotta do it short, and then I go. I'll be back. Later, boys and ghouls. Take care.